Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and you are tuned in to the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. My wife, Shire, and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt, and we're all about empowering others to do the same. In this episode, I sit down and share with you exactly how much you'll need for an emergency fund. Yes, I know some gurus have a one-stop, one-size-fits-all approach to this topic, but we're here to share with you that that's not always the case. So sit back and enjoy the Black Married and Debt Free podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here alone this episode of the Black Married Debt Free podcast. I'm flying solo. Shira is at work doing what she does. As you all know, we are extremely busy. Uh, I work nights and Shira works days. So sometimes we don't get to see each other as much as we'd like. And today is one of those days, but we are still bringing you the dopest content, the coolest financial literacy on the airwaves. Um, And, you know, we got to keep it consistent for you guys. So this week I'm going to be sharing some personal news and some personal things that we've me and Shire went through this past week when our air conditioning unit in our primary residence went out. Now, that's a scary thing for a lot of us. You're trucking along, you're saving, you're investing. Uh, we're, 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 we've heard of a zero-based budget, and that's where you literally budget your finances and you know every dollar you have has a place where it's supposed to go. We're zero-based investors. Me and Shire... As you all know, we paused our investments to pay off our debt. And it took us about two and a half years to pay off our debt. So that's two and a half years that we lost in the in the market. You know, so our money could not earn for those two, two and a half years. So now that's time we have to make up for. And as we have shared in previous podcasts, when you choose when you choose to pause your investments to pay off debt. That's a great thing, but you have to make up for that lost time. So that's something that you want to consider when deciding, should I pause completely my investments to pay off debt or should I, you know, do a little of both? So that's something you want to you want to remember. So for Shara and I, we're head over heels in investing right now. And we're investing to the point where we don't have much money, you know, uh, to play with we don't have we have a little bit that we're setting aside for savings and emergencies but good thing about what we did is we we have an emergency fund built up and that's what we encourage others to do is uh one you want to so there's there's a there's two different types of emergency funds that you hear uh different gurus talk about you hear and we recommend also saving a kind of a mini emergency fund when you're going to pursue paying off your debts 
And then once you've paid off your debts, we we think that you should have a larger nest egg of maybe three months of your your total living expenses or potentially six months if you can if you can save that much. So Shire and I, we have three months of our uh, living expenses saved up. And so that's a good nest egg that we, that we have. And, you know, like I said, everything uh, that we get monthly, we're paying bills. We're saving uh, a little bit, you know, in our different uh, designated savings accounts. And then we're investing the rest. So we're like at the end of the month, we're like at there's no wiggle room. Right. So the goal and the prayer and the hope is that you never have to touch that uh, three to six months um, savings that you built up or your, you know, any other savings that you have, you know, that's the that's that's the hope. Right. But when something like your AC goes out, uh, as ours did last week, I'm just like, oh, man, you know. And, and so, you know, that's kind of where we were. And, you know, me and Shire has has talked about our kind of newfound outlook on being debt free. And if you haven't heard that on some of our past podcasts, I'll share with you now. Being debt free is amazing. And it's something that we encourage others to do. That's that's our whole platform was built. Our name, you know, Black Married and Debt Free uh, are just affirmations. That, that those things are just who we are. And uh, so we 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 encourage debt freedom and it, it, it has allowed us to do some amazing things. But one thing that we've realized on the other side of debt freedom is we still have to go to work. You know, we still have, life doesn't stop. You know, the only bills that you're no longer paying are debt bills, but you're still paying uh, living expenses. You're still paying the light bill. You're still paying the Internet. You're still paying for all of those bills that are not considered debt. Right. So we know that there's more to aspire to after be- becoming debt free. And we're, we're in that place now. So that's why we invest so much. And, 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 and so when things like AC come up, like that's real life, like debt freedom doesn't, doesn't keep your AC running. Right. So that's where we were. And going back to the, the two different types of emergency funds, um, because you may not be debt free. We're, we're going to speak to those who are in the process, right? So you may not have the three to six months living expense saved, but we hope that you have the mini emergency fund. And some of you may be saying, okay, I need a mini emergency fund. And, and, uh, and let, just let me pause really quick to share why you need that when you're paying off your debt. So you're paying off your debt. You're trying not to use credit cards or anything like that. If and and Murphy's law says it's more it's less of an if and more of a when something goes wrong and you need to pay for that emergency. Let's say your car goes out or your AC goes out or anything like that while you're in that debt payoff process. If you don't have an emergency, uh, a mini emergency savings built up, what are you going to do? You're going to go back to that credit card. You're going to borrow that. And, and put that expense on your credit card because it has to get fixed, right? So that's why we recommend having that first mini emergency savings built up before pursuing debt freedom, okay? And, you know, a lot of gurus will put a blanket 
number out there, $1,000. Save $1,000. And while $1,000 is good because many Americans, uh, uh, studies show that many Americans don't even have $500 saved. So $1,000, that's, that's doing better than a lot of people. But we want to give you a little a little better uh, figure there because a thousand dollars may not be enough, and uh, we're gonna I'm gonna sh- share with you why. How much do you need for that first emergency savings? Yo, it's your boy Anthony O'Neill, and you're listening to the baddest couple I believe on the planet. You're listening to the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I know that we've, we, we all are aware of the phrase more money, more problems, right? But statistics show that more money not only equals more problems, but a lot of times it equals more higher costing problems, right? So if you make more money, if you are a higher earner, the chances are your emergency expenses will be higher as well. If you have a luxury car, if you're blessed to make six figures a year and you just happen to have a a luxury car uh, and something goes wrong with that car, you're going to need more money than an individual that makes $30,000 a year and has a, you know, a Honda Civic, 2000 Honda Civic, right? So if you have a 2019, I don't, I'm not really into cars, but if you have a 2019 mercedes-benz and something goes wrong it's gonna cost you more to get that thing fixed right if you have a five bedroom 300 square foot house with a lake out back and something goes wrong with your home chances are that that expense may be a little higher than someone with a much smaller home so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna give you some figures that will help you determine exactly how much you need to save for your first emergency savings that mini emergency savings that you should have when you're pursuing debt freedom so if you make under twenty five thousand dollars a year household income you make under $25,000 a year household income. The median emergency or the median uh, expense that you may occur is around $1,000. So we recommend you save around $1,000 as an emergency fund. Now, if you can do more than that, that's great. Uh, what I'm giving you is just the median. And this is based on a uh, a pewtrust.org article or pewtrust.org uh, kind of study that they that 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 they did the median cost of an expense for a family 
that brings home a household income of 25k a year is around $1000. So now a family that brings home 25 to $50,000 a year an average median expense for that family would be $2000. So we recommend that you save $2000 in that case. Now keep in mind these are like I said these are kind of an average a median expense of an emergency so you may have an emergency similar you know to ours we needed our ac fix and i'm gonna i'm gonna finish the ac story so stay stay with us i'm, I'm gonna be sharing the conclusion of of the ac story <laughs> but so moving on a family that makes fifty thousand to eighty five thousand dollars household household income per year their average expense is around 2.5 thousand dollars so two thousand five hundred bucks uh, for a family that makes fifty to eighty five thousand dollars a year and as you can tell this these expenses these emergency uh situations that need to be handled are going up as as the income goes up so that's something that you know we we've noticed that you know a lot of gurus they won't tell you that they'll just say save a thousand and like i said the thousand is is cool i mean that's that's amazing because a lot of families don't even have that but we we don't want you to we want to put you in the best position because we don't want you to ever during the process of paying off your debt we don't want you to go back into debt we want you to already have created the safeguards so that you can proceed you know with with aggression you know you can be aggressive when you're paying off your debt and you can be have peace of mind because that's so important if you're looking over your shoulder or you're just praying that nothing breaks you know you're going to be you're not going to be as aggressive when you're paying off your debt because you're going to be always expecting you know something bad to happen and we don't want you to go through the the debt freedom process the debt free journey like that so lastly if you make uh, if a family makes 85,000 or more the average costing expense is around $3,000 so we recommend you save $3,000 you know, before you attempt to pay off your debts, have a $3,000 cushion for an emergency. All right. So now, like I said, our AC went out and that is just like a, that's a terrible situation because we're, we live in California and, you know, cool thing about it is it was around 70 degrees outside, but we live in a, in a home that was built in the early a condo that was built in the early 90s you single pane windows probably you know the insulation isn't great so we're running something year round we're either running our heater we're running our ac it's never a season in our home where where the ac is just off or the heater is just off so we're at this weird fall season where we run our heater at night because it's cold and we re- we may run if it's a hot 75 80 day we'll run our ac in the daytime so when you do things like that you, you're you're kind of you you're, you're that's not a great thing for your your hvac system right especially an older hvac system we've had the same hvac system since 1991 since the home was built and it's still running strong so 
you know what happens. You, you, you wake up. Well, I was at work. Shire called me. Marcus, the AC is making a weird sound. So I'm already like, oh, okay. All right. Um, I come home that night. I check the AC. It is making a very strange sound. The furnace uh, actually is making a very strange sound. So I'm like, okay. I try to, and I'm not handy at all. So for all my fellows out there who are handy, major props to you. That's just not me. I'm on YouTube. I'm trying to see, okay, it's making a weird sound. What do I do? I'm not coming up with nothing. I'm taking out fuses and putting them back and jiggling, you know, cords and trying to see if that helps. You know, I'm from the, I'm from the school of when, when your video game was acting up, you took it, took the cartridge out, you blew on it and you put it back in the system. And hopefully that thick, that did the trick. That's, that's, that's the kind of type of handyman I am. So I'm, I'm plugging cords, plugging them back in. And I just, I, before I know it, the air conditioning unit isn't even, isn't even turning on. I'm not hearing any sound. I'm not hearing any motor. It's just, I, I turn the thermostat to uh, on and nothing happens. So I'm like, okay, great. I got to call the, the AC guy. So I call the, the AC company. And that's another thing for me too. I don't really know the handyman around the corner or the, the discount guy. I'm a, I'm the open the yellow pages and call the <laughs> the most expensive, you know, handyman in the book. You know, the the major company. That's who I'll call. You know, so I'm not even smart enough to, you know, to find the guy who cut you a good deal. So anyway, I call the big company. I'll call them big company AC. That's what I'm gonna call them. So big company AC comes out and they look at the air conditioning unit and what's the first thing you think they're going to do? Are they going to fix the unit? If, if, if there's, if the unit just simply needs a charge, are they going to tell you here? I'll just charge the unit up for you and we're good to go. No, they're going to tell you, Hey, have you ever thought about getting a new AC unit? So he sits down with me. He tells me, you know, I can fix the problem, but you know, it's an older unit and, and, and honestly it it's, might be time to get another unit so i said okay well how much will it cost to fix the unit Perfect. i said you need a new blower motor and it's going to cost you a thousand dollars okay i wasn't excited about that at all because like i said me and shire we don't we don't have a thousand dollars we were not expecting to spend a thousand dollars on anything we're pursuing uh financial independence very aggressively and we're saving uh Pushing, pushing in the upwards of 40% of our income in investments, right? So we're really pursuing that heavy. So, but now, like I said, we do have our emergency savings in place. So it's, it becomes more of an inconvenience than a catastrophic thing, right? It's just like, oh man, I have to dip into that. And of course I have to replenish that. So at some point, so that's frustrating, but it's not life or death. And that's one of the good things about uh, having those emergency savings in place. It, it gives you peace of mind. So he's saying $1,000 or that's to fix the problem. Or you can do what I, I am pushing you towards, Mr. Murray. And that is to replace the unit completely. So I'm like, okay, how much does it cost to replace the, the AC unit? Uh, that... I've seen it anywhere from $6,000 to $32,000. I said, okay, well, we could pause there. <laughs> I'd rather, I told him, and I told him this, I said, I'd rather you put duct tape on the current AC unit 
than me give you anywhere from six thousand to thirty-two thousand dollars. I want this unit to fall to to tap me on the shoulder and say, Marcus, I quit. I, I want this unit dead before I even consider putting in a new AC unit that could cost me anywhere from six thousand to thirty-two thousand dollars. So he tries to talk me out of it and, and what I'm feeling at this point is like I, I know what the issue is thank you for the diagnostic here's your here's your your service fee I'm gonna take this information I'm gonna go do some real research and get somebody who can fix this for me without pressuring me to buy a new system so that's exactly what I did I hopped on Facebook marketplace I hopped on Craigslist and I f- searched out some HVAC technicians that did this freelance and I found a gentleman that came in and he not only replaced the motor that the other gentleman uh, said needed to be replaced but he cleaned out uh, some coils that were clogged he cleaned off our actual AC unit that that unit that sits in your backyard uh, that round barrel type unit he cleaned that off he cleaned out the furnace and he just he just gave me went above and beyond and gave me an extreme discount totaling uh, the thousand dollars. But he you know what he gave me was was well worth more than that. So the moral of this story, everybody, is it's not if something goes wrong, but it's when something goes wrong. Will you be prepared for it? Will you have an emergency fund and emergency savings, be it the mini emergency savings or your three to six months of living expenses, will you have that in place when that emergency situation arises? So we just want to encourage you guys, those who are in pursuit of debt freedom and those who are already debt free, we want to encourage you to have that emergency savings in place and don't just have your default $500, your default $1,000. If you know you have bigger items that can have bigger price tags when you know need to be fixed, then please remember that it's not only more money, more problems, but it's more money, more higher costing problems. So make sure you're saving the right amount for your situation. All right. I hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you on the next podcast episode. Peace. Perfect. Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on whatever platform you're streaming us. And if you want to become a supporter of the Black Baird and Defree podcast, you can do so by clicking on the link below. That's it for now. Till next time, I'll let you guys later.